What's up, YouTube? <laughs> All right, it's Man, on today. We should not say a single word till that comes out. Mm. What's up, YouTube? Yeah, bam. Uh, it's an exciting day today. Yeah, yeah, we had a beanbag. Uh, some say cornhole, some say bags. Uh, we had a tournament today. Oh, you mean in reefing? <laughs> in reefing. No, it was a fun day in the office too. I lost uh, on purpose. I have two trophies from this beanbag tournament <laughs> thing from the years past. I lost on purpose so I could focus on you guys in today's live nope. stream. Yeah, that's what you said. That is 100% untrue. All right, biome today, cycling tanks this week in reefing. Yeah, biome. we, oh man, we are set, we're setting off on like a 60 day, 90 day journey. Um, I don't know if anybody remember, I mean, how many people don't remember the, uh, um, the Catomorpha testing? Mm -hmm. uh, out of nowhere did we start, we opened up this, this uh, Pandora's box of you know, questions to be answered and what Catomorpha can do and what a refugium can do. I would say we uh, you know, completely revolutionized or changed like, the whole algae filtration approach uh, from like four years ago. This has the potential to do that again. All right, so yeah, exactly that. So biome testing, we're talking about cycling tanks today, but we're not just talking about it. We're going to share the experiments that are coming. Uh, we're setting them up right now. The data is going to start coming in. We'll share it to you guys in real time. Uh, but I think there's a lot to learn about uh, cycling in a tank just isn't about ammonia anymore. I come along with the journey today, and yes. I think that you'll agree by the end of it. You're also going to learn something. We'll also uh, figure out what this experiment looks like, so we're going to share it with you. But yeah, I think uh, in that uh, catomorpha thing, man, we found out, you know what? At the time, I heard from everybody that Cato, like having a refugium was kind of like a joke. Yeah, it's, like, not, it's not effective. It doesn't really kind of sucks the nutrient out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even my mind is like, well, what if you took up 25% of it? That means yeah. I could skip a water change yeah. once a month, maybe. I remember trying to get you turned on this refugium. We were having these conversations about refugium versus zeovit. We were doing the zeovit, uh, mm -hmm. well, zeovit minus that uh, coral uh, or the one additive. We were doing Zeovit uh, on the 160, and then we started talking about this refugium thing. Boom. Uh, and then Triton came out and it was like, hey, let's turn it into a refugium. Next thing we know, it's like, let's actually test this thing. Let's test a $5 light next to uh, uh, a yeah, $100 light next to another one uh, that has 10 times the amount of power oh, on it and imagine whole that. Amount, 10 times the nutrient uptake. <laughs> Who would have guessed? All right, so today uh, we uh, have uh, some of the things that we've I got, we took some notes on uh, so, what cycling's gone wrong, what is biome in a reef tank, uh, yeah. and uh, the first one is. Well, the the question is is all right. So how do we how do we consider cycling today, and why is it so different than it was in the years past, like early on? Uh, and this first bullet hits it. Um, you know, live rock's not available uh, as as much or hardly at all, if any, uh, live rock available. How many tanks did you set up where you had live rock like shipped to you? or you got okay. from stores. In or the beginning, it was all live rock. Yeah. Right? That was the only uh, thing that was going around. Can't. It's not like you can go get some Texas holy rock from the pet store and start up your saltwater tank. It didn't exist then. Uh, but now, dude, it's almost exclusively dry rock. Dry rock, dry sand. Uh, and, and not dry sand, like uh, wet sand or live sand, but it's freshwater bacteria in there that doesn't really replicate in saltwater. No. So uh, not, I bet you 90 plus percent of tanks are all now started with dry oh, rock yeah, one easy. way or another. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, that's a big one because basically when I took a piece of live rock uh, out of the ocean and I put it in my tank, tank. it wasn't just like ammonia bacteria, man, there's like a whole biome and you're going to see a little bit of it in a second. Biome. But like there's so much more to it than just whether like, you know, 
it's going to process and ammonia oh, yeah. into nitrogen. You I know? mean, there's out of the hundreds of thousands of bacterial strains that exist in the ocean, this very, very, very tall, spiny sliver are uh, ammonia detoxifiers. Uh, but what about the rest? Yeah, so like it used to be kind of, you know, like with you, you just put the rock in there, everything kind of comes. Yeah. You know, like a wide variety of stuff comes, you know, and, you know, especially if you cooked it, then a lot of that stuff would stay, but some of the photosynthetic stuff would go. Mm. All right, so another one is uh, a piece of the, one of the questions we're going to answer or look into is, part of the reason this conversation isn't bigger is this just wasn't a skill set that was required before yeah, well if uh, you had availability to live rock you dumped it in the tank you put your stuff in there and it was off and running live rock just did it yeah. yeah i mean and part of the conversation is live rock just isn't available anymore you can't take it out of the ocean the same way and if you do it's like 15 bucks a pound which means you're like 1500 into just rock for the tank <laughs> you know uh and so there's a couple of spots for it but and it also, like, you know, you mm. think about the stuff that's like comes out of uh, the Caribbean, super, you know, live, shipped in water, also like covered in pests. Yeah. You know, so yeah, like yeah, cool yeah. for your first rodeo, but not, maybe not the one where I'm putting my Walt Disney into. This you know? is, I mean, a lot of the conversations that we have have this like pendulum, right? On the, on the one extreme end, you're either going to pay a whole bunch of money for this diversified rock. On the other extreme end, you have the sterile, dry, live. Uh, this experiment that we're about to, we're going to talk to you guys about today, and hopefully comes out of the other end, is a happy medium. Mm -hmm. like how can we get this diversity uh, without spending a ton of money? Uh, I think another one of these is I bet you know many cases, and we're going to finally answer this. Corals actually provided a lot of that biome. So mm. when you put the coral in, the coral actually has a bunch of biome on its base. Who, you know, uh, who are we talking to in that? topic came up of adding corals right off the bat just to get the biome you know jake adams i've seen him yeah. i've talked to him uh, you know on the phone about it as well he has it's, a video out there too where he's just put corals straight into a tank said don't, new. no need who cares cycle whatever these corals yeah. got it yeah i don't know very interesting uh the ammonia cycle conversation also i think if when you when you hate say cycle a tank First thing you think of. Ninety-eight percent of people out there would yeah. just say this is about ammonia. Yeah. Right? Ask, if you're, if a beginner asks you, uh, how do I know when my cycle's done? What's the, uh, the number one answer out there is, oh, when you don't have ammonia anymore, you can't test ammonia. Okay. You know what? Mm -hmm. I think the reason, the primary reason for that is because prior to today, uh, a lot of that conversation was all theoretical, other than the fact. So you can I can test, test for ammonia. Yeah, I, I can't test for anything else, like what strains of bacteria and stuff are in there. Yeah, seeing is believing. It's, yeah. you know, pink. It told me I got ammonia. <laughs> no. So, like, the rest of the biome conversation seems kind of mm. like a magic fairy tale, but I'm going to tell you for sure it's not. And, you know, I had some experiences this year, in the last 12 months or so, that really kind of helped me understand it a little bit better, including the new PCR tests that ah. are allow you to do it. So I don't know. Actually, It'll be interesting to see how those things come up. That uh, that ammonia cycle conversation and things we can test for uh, really feeds into this. Nah, I'm gonna jump a bullet here. Um, mm. So you know, hey, there's no ammonia tank. My tank is cycled. So that's the difference between uh, not killing fish. And uh, ready to look and, and ready to look nice without all kinds of major pest hurdles like dinocyanos, these weird bacterial versus algae warfare inside the tank. So uh, big differences between, okay, my tank is cycled so now I can put fish in and they're not dead, 
or my tank is cycled and my fisher is safe, but I also don't have all these dyno problems or these other weird problems. Okay, I'm gonna say like, I definitely the didn't kill anything is, is one bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, uh, my tank cycled, I'm not killing anything. All right. But another bar is I set myself up for success the tank doesn't look like crap mm. and uh, looks beautiful. I love to share it with everybody and it's easy and I'm not running into kind of problems. I'd take that bar. Yeah, that's a better bar. <laughs> you know, so, and, I, and I guarantee everybody out there that's watching this wants and to wants to set up a tank or wants yeah. to set up another one or already, already has said would say, yeah, killing fish is not the bar. Yeah. Right? The bar is I want easy, high percentage success rates uh, that I can do myself and share with others. Today, that's what we're gonna find. I mean, how many how many new beginners or newbies or whatever you want to call them in, in the hobby have probably just quit in the middle of the cycle or in the first few months because they just couldn't get it after the cycle. One in ten, if at you, least. Yeah, yeah. And if you could make that a hundred percent rate or like a ninety nine percent success rate, mm. how many people could we keep? You know, I might even say one in two actually yeah. ran into that. Just some portion of those people actually powered through the other side. Yes. Yeah, so, I agree. Uh, hmm. All right. So also now, uh, okay. Also, cooking rock has uh, kind of changed. You know, people used to cook rock, live rock, and they'd let it, you know, sit in a batch of salt water forever. The organics would die off. Cooking, not necessarily like boiling. Now we'd call it cooking. Like yeah, yeah, You just yeah. let it rest in a, yeah. in a turn the heater, turn the heater up to like eighty-five degrees in a circling vat of like a brute trash can, and let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? That really just kind of solves ammonia. Uh, and with, with dry rock, or with wet rock, that would do a lot of things. A lot of that biome would probably make its way over. But with dry rock, I mean, you didn't really add anything. Yeah. You There's know, I, I don't do. know. You know, you're like letting it build like what we call the biofilm, but what source was that from? Why? Well, and I know that's a. Uh, what, what? This stuff doesn't come out of thin air. Obviously, apparently it does. Like if I put rock and uh, sand in a tank, and like a okay, so where's my bacteria coming from? Is it the ghost? Or is the ghost feeding shrimp that I put in there? Uh, probably comes from the uh, clownfish okay. that I put in there with a fish cycle. So I will say it probably can come out of a fish's digestive system. Yes. Come come out of a bunch of different things. But like when I'm talking about, it doesn't come out of thin air. A natural like we're going to see in these pcr tests like a diverse biome doesn't that, come that out matches the ocean doesn't. does not come no, out no, of no, thin no, air no. no you have to add it in a couple of things that process ammonia maybe yeah. you know what we'll probably find is that uh and actually we that, that we are skipping additives but we're going to get into that mm -hmm. um I doubt that uh, even additives have the full spectrum that you could get diversity of the mm. ocean. It's hard to believe. How do you bottle that? It might be true, but it's hard to believe, mm. right? True. Uh, all right, so uh, introduction of uh, PCR tests. I'm gonna show you one in just a second, but uh, what is it called? Paul, uh, Poly, Murray's uh, PCR uh, DNA sequencer. <laughs> we, we pushed the little speaker button on that a couple uh, times. We're like, all right, we got it. Uh, but it, it's a PCR test. It's yep. a DNA sequencer. It will tell you the different uh, types of uh, you know organisms that are living in your tank, the kind that you can't test for prior to this, can't see. And now we have real data to go mm. along with like plausible theory. 
Oh, right? yeah. Uh, and you can see exactly like uh, how bad this went for me in a second. Yeah, aqua biomedics or aqua biomics. Aqua Biomics, if anybody wants to do this, you can go to their website and we try need, it out. We need to bring him back on because that live stream got a little choppy. Oh, yeah, Colby. Colby. Uh, he will definitely join us in the future. So, by the way, Aqua Biomics is uh, kind of sponsoring this test. They're going to send us like 48 of these tests uh, to test a whole bunch of different approaches to cycling a tank so you guys can see it. It'll be interesting to see if, you know, this type of PCR testing becomes useful to the average mm. reefer. Uh, or is it just useful for research like this one? Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what the community thinks in the long run. Uh, I'm, not, I'm gonna hold my vote. Well, oh, there was mixed feelings on like ICP tests and stuff when mm -hmm. they first came out, you know? Does the ICP test, is it now the ultimate test for reefing? Or is it, uh, you know, as we use it more and more and more, uh, it's not the be all end all, we're finding out. I think I agree, it, like with, there's there's a way to use an ICP test. One is to like uh, you know chase the dragon, you know every <laughs> single thing that's off by you know ten points or whatever. You yeah. try to fix it one way or another. There's also just a send this in gives me a window into testing or my water chemistry and is something way off where obviously I'd want to fix, fix that. Fix it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's the way I'd use it. That's the same way I think I'd use the PCR testing, which is. Uh, to confirm a problem before I go chasing my tail. Yeah. You know, like yes, make yes, sure yes, yes. that there's a, uh, like a legitimate issue here that I'm trying to solve and go solve it. Hmm. So uh, I'll be curious how you guys go with this. So uh, my experience with uh, the PCR test, somebody, or uh, Colby sent this out to me. My cycle on the 360 sucked. And I thought I was doing everything right in this case. We cycled the tank for, I don't know. Oh, it was man. a it must long like six time. Plus Had to months, have been. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, dude, this is going to be no-brainer, super-duper easy. It's ready to go. Right? Uh, Poured in some bacterial additives and whatnot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I tried to ghost cycle it, too. With mm -hmm. like, uh, I think I mean, it was Dr. Tim's. That Whoa, and that... Ro and that um, where, uh, the, where's your, where'd your rock come from? Tahitian rock? Oh, the, the Haitian, Haitian rock, that Haitian dry. rock was uh, almost like Pukani back in the day, where it, mm -hmm. did, it was harvested from the ocean, so it had ocean. organics and stuff in it. But it was dry. But it was dry. Yeah. So, uh, but it was just dry rock and bare bottom, and I like, but I cycled it forever in this tank. I had fish in there, and, and there's no ammonia, and I'm like, hey, no problem. This is gonna go well. I turn on the lights. And man, like all kinds of weird stuff, dude. Just like <laughs> weird purple coatings over everything. The water is turning super murky and cloudy, and it's just like one problem after another after another. And everybody I'm talking to is talking about biome, but like there's no vision into biome. It sounds like a mythical creature, <laughs> uh, and like. Yeah, like, how do you solve this problem that you can't see, touch, or really test for? We tested for it. Yeah, there you go. All right, so first one in here, uh, if you can bring this up. Uh, so you tested at however okay, many well, Before we go in this, the biome testing, again, is DNA sequencing. So we're going to send in a sample of yes. my water. You get a little, like, sterile swab, and you because swab it instead of a pipe. Ah, okay. Uh, so, because not bacteria doesn't live just in the water column. You're getting you get another column. You need to, and you need to actually scrape something and put it in there. Yeah. So you you do a little bit of water. Yep. You pump it through a filter. Yeah. Uh, put some preservative in there. You also uh, scrape inside of a pipe with this Drop little swab. You put it in its thing, and so you've got stuff that grows on surfaces as well as out uh, of the water. 
and then you send it in, and then they'll tell you basically what's in the water. And it's going to be kind of like ICP in the ice and said, I don't really know how much zinc I need. And raise your hand if you know. Uh, no, uh, who knows? Not even close. Uh, <laughs> and I don't really know the, like, the problem of not having enough zinc or more zinc. I, I know that probably matching seawater is a good idea, and the further I get away from there, probably the more <laughs> problems I'll have. But like outside of that, nobody really knows. Mm -hmm. uh, even like the like like the people that have been researching this for three decades don't really know. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, like I'll do this for a living. So this is uh, what we see uh, is the biome report. Now, what you'll note here is to the right is green, which means good. This is Ryan's tank here, and I'm. Good, uh, compared against a typical sample, meaning like this, uh, what is their typical sample? They've tested a whole bunch of reef tanks around, and they've mm -hmm. gotten a kind of a good spectrum of what bacteria belong where, and in that ranking of other tanks that they've tested, this is where yours falls. Yeah. So it's not like a Bad. standard of... This is the ocean, this is where you should be. It's kind of like this, uh, I okay. don't know. The, this is dry rock, some, a couple of additives, mm -hmm. and six months of time landed me on, on incredibly undiverse. 0.4. <laughs> undiverse. Yeah. Uh, in, in relation to a bunch of other things they've yeah. tested. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so let's see. Now they break it down into actual families. And there's, this is actually like a 16-page report that won't snore bore you with the whole thing. But on the, on the left sample. is my sample. Yeah, left, left is your sample, right is typical sample. Okay, so I'm having explosions of different organisms. What's so the big bright pink one? It's like Vibrio something or another, and it's not uh, what yeah. you think exactly not it Vibrio, sounds like, but yeah, it's a disease. family. Yeah. And so uh, your mine is a million miles away from that diverse report on the right, the typical sample. Something has decided to take over the tank. Hmm. Uh, okay, so all of these things, every organism in the tank is opportunistic. So given the right habitat, the right food source, they are going to explode to their ability to explode. And if nothing is preventing them, they are going take to take over. over all the habitat and food source. Yes. Happened in my tank. <laughs> right. All right. So then, uh, a few months later, I, you know, I put in uh, some Ocean Direct sand. I don't remember the exact order of this stuff, but put in corals. We put a bunch of other stuff in. A few months later, and I sent in another report. Now the diversity. Look at that. Yellow. So corals is the change here. Fish is the change here. Uh, and then just a, some more longer life in the tank. I, I think I might have put in some additives, and I can't remember if we did the Ocean Direct before or after this. But you were at 0 0.04, now at 135. Getting diversity better. score. And I'll tell you right away, too, actually, that getting better on this report also matched what my eyes were seeing, which ah. is getting better in the tank oh, as well. Was this after the uh, Ocean Direct sand as well? I can't remember the exact ah. timeline on this. I yeah. wish I could, could but we'll find this We're going to find that out in the experiment we're going to lay out for you here in a second. Okay, but also when we get to the composition, it's still... Still the fibrous you know, Yeah, whatever, still whatever. not as, as diverse as I would like, right? right? Okay, so this is what your PCR test looks like. And so we're going to run a test now. Uh, Woo, it's a big one. Yeah, dude. So phase one here, you know, normally we would do like two of everything yeah. to get really convincing so like results. Two, uh, two controls, two variables, and then another two variables, and then that way we can get repeating results. We don't have time for that one in this one. There's 12 things we want to test. It's not so much time. It's that we want a shotgun approach mm. to learn 
shotgun type information, right? Test big, learn then what we can, and then in. narrow down. Yeah. So again, I think like that uh, yeah. conversation of the refugium thing, we tested all the lights, Okay, Big. well, high-powered lights definitely grew the stuff way faster than low-powered lights. Uh -huh. Not surprising, because that's where the energy comes from. Yeah. Uh, then we put it on the tank, and we found, oh, yeah, it definitely lowers the oh. nitrate. In fact, the nitrate and phosphate, it works so well now when you overpower it that you have <laughs> zero nitrate and phosphate. It's now a problem. And then we took it to the third level, which is, hey, if we grow algae in the back of the tank, Will it stop algae from growing in the front of the tank? And 100%. sure enough, it did. 100%. Yeah, so that's the progression that we're looking for. But starting here now, kind of that shotgun approach, so let's go. Yeah, go ahead. Let's go look at the 12 uh, uh, tanks that we're setting up here. So this is six of the E-170s from Red Sea. They donated to us for this. Yeah, uh, well, you, you guys have seen a lot of tests in these tanks. Uh, uh, some of these ones have had the high versus, uh, the high alkalinity and calcium versus medium or, you know, kind of right in the middle alkalinity calcium. Mm -hmm. uh, we've done the UV testing in these tanks. We've done flow testing in these tanks. So. Uh, we still have all 12 of these uh, Red Sea or these uh, Red Sea E170s testing with. Yep. This is what they look like. Uh, they all have various lights on them at the point. So they were uh, yeah. like some of them were Hydra 26s. The, uh, all kinds of different lights on yeah, all of them. So we're putting skies on all of them. Why not? Uh, they'll all have rock. They'll all have some sand. They'll all have some fish. Uh, and we're going to test a couple of things here with them. Uh, one, we're going to test them with PCR, but we're also going to watch them visually. Uh, we're going to give it a four-week cycle uh, before we turn the lights on, and then we'll do a four-week cycle once you turn the lights on. So visually, can we see what happens? Can we mm. test it with the PCR? Uh, and does it match what you assume? Because I don't know. I can't wait to hear what you guys <laughs> think. Uh, and then we're going to do that PCR test. I'm going to do it two weeks. Two weeks into yeah. the cycle. So, like, if some of this stuff, like, presumably the live rock option will be good almost be immediately. immediately yeah. right? uh, we'll do it at four weeks right before we turn the lights on, and then we'll do it at the end when uh, at a eight, eight weeks. weeks when uh, the lights have been on for 60 four. days. Yeah. So, visually and now tested by PCR, I think we're going to learn not only which one of these options end up working best, where some of the stuff actually intersects, mm. because I bet you two or three of them that uh, win this out will actually look Did, pretty similar. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, there would be multiple options to do this better. Well, I mean, better. if you do 12, I'm guessing that three are significantly better than the rest. And some of the, and out of those three, uh, I wonder how many of those success, what we would call success or do it better type uh, results, could you combine and maybe make it even better? Hybrid. Round two, ah. one more shotgun. Uh, all right. Uh, this time we also skipped uh, almost all the additives, so you're not going to see a series of Microbacter 7s yeah, yeah, yeah. and the Dr. Tim's and all the KZ stuff. These are more kind of traditional things. I think we'll do another one on can those things do it faster can they, or better? Or we'll can see. they help the ones that did pretty well, uh, these tests that did pretty well? Uh, yeah. Shotgun it again with those. So this, this one uh, is not going to test those things with more traditional methods. Uh, all right. 12 tanks. We got 12 different approaches. They're uh, kind of like in the set behind it. You'll see us a little bit. Option number one All right. is the control, which will have what in it? Dry rock, dry sand. It's back here. So mm -hmm. there's bone dry rock, like we're all familiar with. Some Marco. Bone dry. And uh, dry sand, like not even uh, the live sand. Straight up dry. And we're just going to put that in a tank. With In each one of these, did we say what we're going to have for fish or anything? Because we have 
I think I'm gonna decide. I think it's just gonna be two clownfish. Maybe like but two clowns in each tank. Yeah. That's a, that's all this tank gets, and we're gonna see what biological diversity we can get from that. Okay. So prior to this conversation, I think a lot of people would say, "Well, that tank will just cycle just fine." You yeah, because it I was would, the options was like the fish. This would be this would be a fish cycle more or less, right? Mm -hmm. Put dry rock, dry sand, add fish, and let it cycle. Uh, fish less, where you put ammonia in and then you feed the, the bacteria. And then uh, I, something where you wait. A, uh, there's a couple different options. but I, I just think that prior to this conversation, most people would have said, well, your fish are going to live, live through this. And I, they probably would. You know, uh, but it, fish death, we already said, was a low bar. That's a low bar. Yeah. So like, But when we turn the lights on, what will happen? And when we do the PCR test, dry uh, rock, dry sand, nothing else added. The assumption is this will look something like my tank. Biologically flat. <laughs> yeah. The assumption is that will it come true? We will see. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Okay. The next one is. Go ahead. Live rock in dry sand, meaning we're going we're gonna to get some <laughs> rock. We're actually going to order in some live rock. We'll pay the money for it, get it shipped overnight, mm -hmm. get it in here, drop it in the tank. Uh, but throw some dry sand down, put some live rock in. And I mean, there, that was the, that's the opposite end. You would imagine that immediately within like the first PCR test, this thing should be ready to go. So in some ways, I think this is the, the other bar of control. Yeah. Like this is the one to beat, right? This is the historical best standard. It's now cost ah, 15 bucks yeah, a pound yeah, yeah. instead that, of three. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, in fact, sometimes it's like 20 bucks a pound. So, <laughs> uh, so we'll see, you know, how, how that one performs both visually as well as PCR. Mm. The next one, this one, a part of uh, me is like holding out hope for because this would be like one of the cheapest options to produce biome. I really hope it works. Yeah, dry rock, so dry Marco, and then Ocean's Direct Carob Sea Sand, that uh, stuff that you put in your tank. So I will tell you, in my tank, when I put it on there, like uh, I had this weird gunk growing over all of the rock. When I put it in there, it, this stuff's pretty cloudy, and so it got dust and stuff, presumably, which had that biome, lived on, uh, stuck to the surface of all that gunk on the rock, and it just melted away. Yeah. So in a matter of probably 48 hours, a vast, vast majority of the problem was gone. Makes you, and then to raise the question, does that mean that the bacterial diversity was on those sands that got onto those things Migrated. and then just psh, spread? Yeah, outcompete the other pest, I don't know. We'll but it, like out. you really, essentially, it's stuck to almost every surface of the rock and you know migrated. And so this is that questions like, you know, in reefing, most of what we know is actually conversations like the one we just had, uh, which is plausible theory. Yeah. Oh, man, when I put the sand in, the thing went like this, my problem was gone. It's got to be the answer. Okay, so we'll... And it sounds logical. We're going to watch it, and we're going to test it. We're going to find out if the, the uh, Ocean's Direct actually comes with the biome it says. And, and most of you probably already know this, but the difference between uh, Carib Sea's Aregolive uh, is Aregolive is dried, sifted sand, and then they re-wet it, and then they put some freshwater bacteria in there that will help the cycle, but it, it doesn't come with ocean stuff because they dried it to sift all the stuff out. Yeah, and that, that freshwater bacteria doesn't, uh, it will survive initially, but it doesn't replicate in salt water, so it's kind of like, where does it go? It just kind of helps the ammonia process yeah. in the beginning. The Ocean Direct, however, is uh, never sifted, it's moist, and it's a breathable bag, 
And on the packaging, it'll tell you that it comes with the biome out of the ocean, which presumably will again, when you put it in there, that cloud will go all over everything and should, I mean, if the packaging lives up to it, should add biome to the whole tank, <laughs> PDR, PCR, we'll watch it visually, PCR tell us, will tell us for sure. Mm. Uh, all right, next one. Ah, oh, this is an interesting one too. Yeah, where is this? Okay, there it is. Number four. Ah, here we go. Okay. This guy. Dry rock. Yep. Dry, dry sand. sand with a few cups of sand out of an established tank. Right? So like a tank that's been up for Where'd you know, take years. The sand from? I don't know where he got that sand. No, oh, okay. So this is presumably sand uh, out of a <laughs> tank that uh, has been, has up, been for up for a, years. A minute, yeah. Right? We might have to go to Jen's shop and actually get a well established mm. one because I don't know how many people in the office here have. A lot of well us established don't have sand. sand. Here. Yeah. So we will take established sand and mix it in with the dry. Like, can I just go over to my buddy's house and get a couple scoops of sand? The stuff is dry, so it really doesn't have anything like much of anything to compete against, especially if the lights aren't on. Mm -hmm. So can I get away with just taking a couple cups of sand, using the cheapest options out there, being dry rock and dry sand? and add the Seed biome yeah. with a couple cups of sand. Mm. I don't know, I mean, okay. That would be an easy one too. This would be even easier than the Ocean's than the Direct. Ocean's Direct, yeah, it'd be let's, cheaper. Let's find out. Awesome. Uh, uh, this next one's cool. Okay, you share the next one. We just got on the, we just got off a phone call with, um, uh, what was his name from Aquaforest? Aaron, I think. Aaron, yeah. Uh, so we've got, the, we, we don't have this on in stock yet. I think we got some coming in. We have Aquaforest Biosand, and if you look inside, there's two little bottles inside of it. So basically, it's just rinsed, uh, rinsed white Hawaiian sand. Is it Hawaiian sand? Uh, rinsed white sand. They rinse it out really well. I think in IRODI water. Then they dry it out and package it, and then they send you inside two bottles. Um, so what we'll do is we'll take a bag of or bag of two of this sand. We'll dump in the bottles. These are bottles that are help to or that are meant to help aid the ammonia process, the the nitrite and the nitrate process. Not necessarily an all-encompassing bacterial uh, or an array, but this is your start. So the way they described it was that it's going to process like the whole nitrogen cycle, right. not just get rid of nitrite or nitrate or ammonia. It is going to be the whole complete cycle in these. I, you know, I've never used it, so I don't yeah. know. Uh, but it is a dry sand that comes in this bag and then comes with these little vials. But it doesn't stop there. Doesn't stop there. <clears throat> Second part of this is the uh, Aquaforest Life Biofill, uh, and basically this is a wet, wetted uh, ceramic media uh, that. Has a bunch of bacteria and stuff on it. Says on the package, ready to ready to immediate action. No waiting. Live bacteria inside. And so basically that's what it is. Just damp rocks that have some bacteria on it. And uh, we were told to put it in a media reactor and run it for uh, up to 90 days. Yeah, so they say that they uh, uh, seed it for 30 days in yeah. a, an active system to get the biome onto these little rocks. And yep. you can put it in a media reactor, right? That's not it. Okay, there's a third part of this. I can't, I mean, this is really interesting to <laughs> this me. This is interesting. Uh, so the, the last part is the uh, Aquaforce life source. And this is a, did they harvest this? It's mud. And it, it smells like stinky from the ocean mud. 
Uh, and it is. It's harvest from some I, oceans uh, outside of Fiji. I'm gonna open it. Yeah, I know. You got it all over your plate. Oh, I, I had it all. There. I was gonna do a mud facial with mask with this <laughs> and show up on the screen here, but we decided not to. Probably not. Uh, but the stuff is is just black mud sludge, and they, they, they have a scoop it, in where there. Where did they say it came from? Uh, it actually it says from off of an ocean uh, near or off of a near next to coral reefs off of Fiji somewhere, yeah. off of yeah. island in Fiji. I thought they said Tahiti on the phone, but... Uh, I think it says it on here to Fiji somewhere. Anyway. Okay, interesting. Anyway. So, uh, here's the thing. This one's kind of cool yeah, because... Fiji. There aren't very many people out there that have, like, attempted to, you know, make like a, a, a solution a for this. A three-part system or a multi-part multi system. Yeah, and so, like, I mean, the proof will be in the pudding here, both visually as well as uh, from the PCR test, but... Will the mud, will the media that's been running in a live system, and will the little bottles in the sand create a uh, biome in the tank? And like, you know, in this one, I was, I was kind of trying to avoid a bunch of the like commercial solutions for this and just stick mm. to kind of the like more, you know, organic. But like, this is organic. It's the mud that's coming out. So it's not yeah. that different than like sand from somewhere. So I don't know. It'll be really interesting because sometimes when a business decides to like tackle a problem, they will do it better than the DIY yeah. pieces. Not always, but like I, I just I after talking the, to them today, we don't even sell this stuff. No. So we said we have the two, the the mud and the uh, ceramic oh, we media. The sand, we yeah. don't have the sand. I don't know. We will see. The interesting uh, thing, I see some uh, some comments here about uh, like Fiji mud and all this stuff. This stuff. This this mud is actually different, and it's really interesting. There's a scoop inside of there, and Aaron from Aquaforce was on the phone with us today, and actually, it's even the directions say uh, once a week, uh, you know, you take a scoop per like 27 gallons, and you just kind of like let it f go through your tank. And it just kind of dis it clouds, clouds the tank and then kind of disappears. Okay, if you'd asked me a year ago what I felt like that, I'd say, that's insane. But after watching the, the Ocean Direct stuff stick to the surface of the rock, like if this actually has the biome that we're looking for on it, and it spreads out throughout the water that way. Plausible. Uh, uh, plausible, sure. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. Let's find out. We'll watch it visually. We'll also watch it on the PR, PCR test. Yeah. Next. Oh, yeah. And actually, um, Reefkeeper is here. Uh, uh, Philip Tunnell. He's the one that uh, Jeremy was saying had used this stuff oh, in really? his system. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to so, hear it. Yeah, he uh, says, uh, I cured my live rock in a trough for six months and added live source mud weekly. Ah, well, what was the result? Share yeah. with us. Come on, I Phillip. can't wait to hear. Okay. Uh, all right. Next one. That one's gonna be an interesting one. This one is actually also a like a little bit more traditional method, and like if this works out, yeah, I think it's gonna create a whole market at your local fish store for this. Uh, we've been this is the one that we've been saying for a long time in our million dollar idea episodes and things like that is for uh, live fish stores to seed some of these ceramic media blocks and then add it with dry sand, yep. dry rock, dry rock here, dry sand and a media block that's been running in an active, successful system. So we'll take it out of that, we'll take one out of uh, one of those systems and we'll put it into a brand new system. Does it bring all of that biome to that tank? As simple as a little block that you could pick up. Because if that's the case, every local fish store in the world should have 50 of these things in all their tanks and help everybody be more <laughs> successful right off the bat. For sure. I can't wait to see if that is the answer to this question. All right, next one. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, this was interesting, too. Blast from the past. You got them over there. Mm. Bio balls. <laughs> bio balls. <laughs> so soak some bio balls in, a, in an established system for... Uh, well, you, you should put a timeline on these because we're going to have to get them soaking really soon. I got them already. Need to know. I, I, bio balls? I have bio balls in the 360 at my house right now. Mm. Uh, and just for almost like this purpose. The reason I have the bio balls actually running, I have them in the second chamber of my media reactor. Yeah. And I have them in there in case I want to set up a quick filter for quarantine. Ah. So I can take the bio balls ah. out. They have uh, the bacteria on them. I can put them in a filter and it can help me quarantine my fish. I have an active filter. People do that with uh, sponges sometimes, but the sponges yep. are hard to clean yep. where these things can be cleaned to parasites really easy. Yeah. This is what you know uh, Elliot has told me to do anyway. Oh, interesting. So I've been having these things at home now forever. So we're going to put them in a reactor yep. and then... Uh, uh, on the tank. We'll put them in, yeah, in, a, in a reactor and put them in the tank and we will see. And probably could just put them in a little, the media basket in the back of the E-170. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So can something is asking your friend to put some bio balls in their tank for a couple of months before <laughs> you decide to set up your own tank or the fish store sells some pre-done uh, bio balls. Can this solve the problem again? Uh, hopefully because that'd be really cheap and easy. Oh, man. Oh, in the same frame of reference, though, too, the, can you do the sponge filter? Mm-hmm. This is a common one. This is a common one. Like, this is that, for me, this is that I need a hospital tank or a quarantine tank or something. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seeded this sp little sponge filter in a main display for a long time. Now I'm going to pull it out and drop it in another tank, ready yeah. to go. A lot of people will just throw this sponge somewhere in the tank that has flow, so it will build up that uh, uh, source of bacteria. And then if you ever need that hospital tank or the quarantine tank, you can just throw this thing in there and instantly you cycled your tank. The reason that Elliot told me not to use these things is because all the it's hard to get all the parasites out of them and clean it. Oh yeah, that makes so sense. So it's become less common for that. Mm. But like for this, what if I said, uh, you know, run some sponge filter at the local fish store or if I ran some sponge filter at my buddy Jerry's house and uh, I could just bring this home. Let's find out how it works. Sponge filter. Oh, I missed one, number eight. That one's gonna be cool. Mm. That's right here. Boom, Instatank. <laughs> yeah. We've done a lot of Instatanks, haven't we? Yeah, so. Uh, uh, and, it's, and they seem to work just fine. There's an SPS frag in here. Yep. Uh, I'm curious if it's the SPS frag we'll use or if it will be some uh, LPS and softies. some of the base on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it has yeah, a yeah. rock attached to it. Kinda. But the point of this one is, all right, can I set up dry rock, dry sand, and fill it full of a bunch of corals? And will the bacteria that lives on the skeleton, on the bases, on all these different corals, uh, will it then naturally seed my biome and make the cycle easier? That would be one of the funnest cycles. If it worked out to be top, one of the top Buy ones, coral. I get Instatank, and then plus I get a diversified biome. You got me sold. Buy the stuff I was already gonna buy and buy it quicker, put it in there faster. <laughs> have Enjoy a, my tank faster. A robust tank right away. Awesome. Win, win, win. Man, I hope that one I, works out. I almost wanna call this one the Jake Adams test, right? Cause uh, really that's a lot of things that he suggests to do <laughs> is put the corals in, the corals will start to provide some yeah. of that biome yeah. right away. Uh, and so... We can, we can, we'll print his picture and put it on, slap it on the uh, side on of that tank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have to wait, ask uh, Jake for permission for his likeness. Uh, uh, but yeah, Instatank, man, this one would be really cool because what if the corals really were the source of biome? And then what we're learning is like, you know, the 
you know, 100 month cycle without any biome is useless. Yeah, right? exactly. And like, you know, just for a reference point, a lot of, you know, we've talked a lot about the four month cycle and I, dude, we're all failable here and you don't always connect all the dots, but when WWC was talking about that four month uh, cycle, yes. they were talking about live rock. Yeah. They were not talking about dry rock or you're talking about dry rock that was mixed with a bunch of live rock Correct. for a pretty long period yeah. of time. So changes the whole scape. Of, and you miss one detail. Yeah, that one detail can throw the whole thing off. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, it'll be very interesting. I hope that one works. Okay. This one I like this one. This one is actually gonna come from my tank. Yeah. Right, right here. Oh, okay. Or no, no, not maybe this one won't be. The water one. Oh, yes. number ten. Uh, number number ten. Oh yes, you're right. Dry rock, dry sand, and water from established tank. Somebody's water from the tank. Yeah, I think maybe we'll take it out of the 160. I mean, ah, that tank has been the oldest tank in the building. I it's think. running up on seven years here. So nobody will question the success of that tank. So, dry rock, dry sand, water from an established tank. Does that add the biome to the tank mm. that you need? And there's, I mean, there's a lot of people that still, uh, personally, me, I do not believe that there is much bacteria in the water column to act for this to actually work. I'd love to be pleasantly surprised. Uh, but it will be interesting to see uh, measuring the diversity of even just established tank water against the control of just rock, dry rock and dry sand. Mm -hmm. and, and you might be surprised that there actually is some bacteria in that floating around in that water column. I don't know. If you're going to make me bet right now, I would bet this is not going to do anything as good as most of these other ones. Not going yeah, to? Yeah, it will not work as good. But... Let's find out. I like to be the wrong. answer. Plausible theory. Throw it in the trash. Take the try. The plausible theory. Shotgun approach. We'll find out. Uh, all right. Next one. Oh, real reef. Oh, Where's yeah. That? It's right there. Okay. We've got a whole so, box of it over here. Next one is real reef and dry sand. Real reef is an interesting one because. This is man-made rock, which is a little different. Yes. Uh, it actually often comes with organisms living on it. Like you can often see little bits of algae and stuff growing mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. uh, They've got them in troughs and whatnot. Yeah. It's been spent like, I think months growing in an outdoor trough, uh, getting the bacteria on it. And it's delivered to you wet inside of some uh, like- Some damp paper. Damp paper. Or, yeah, paper, paper towels, yeah. So what biome will come on the real reef uh, and then you know, make its way into the tank? That was interesting. Because we've, we've done this rock. So this kind of is feeds two of the approaches here that we've seen as a success here. Uh, the five minute guide. We took real reef rock, put it in a tank, Instead of putting corals in the tank within like days and during that whole entire series, you know, the four to six weeks those things were set up, looked great all the time. Mm -hmm. Not hardly a cycle. I'm kind of hoping to root for this one yeah. uh, because it, if it adds the biome we like, it also looks nice day one. Yeah, it's purple. Right, so it looks a little dark here, but once you put it under actual light in a bucket of water, it looks really good. And it's not, uh, you know, there's some purple rock out there, like, mm, that's not very like natural looking. Purple. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. this even being the dark, you know, brown purple kind of thing, the look to it, uh, I've seen multiple tanks now with this real reef aquascape rock right off. I did my mom's in real reef rock. Mm -hmm. uh, looks great day one. I, like I, it. Anyway. I can't wait to see. Hope that works. All right. Number 12 here. Now we're going to do something totally, totally different. Mm. This one, 
established tank rock and established sand. So basically, I'm going right? to take a boulder from the Red Sea Max and a bunch of, and a, the, all, as much sand as I can get out of there, and I'm going to just, it's like a tank transfer almost. We're taking it from the 360. So I'm going to go in there. This tank has now been running for a pretty long time. Like corals are doing really well. Like all the pests and stuff are ancient history. Mm. This is an established tank and is doing really, really well. So let's go in there. Uh, I got, there's those two big main aquascape pieces, but I also have a bunch of little mini aquascapes All the in ones there. you made for the fish. Yeah, yeah, for the little fish boxes that I made for myself. And then the little little uh, uh, habitats that yep. I made around HSAs, the tank as well. Yeah. Let's bring those, I'll scoop out some of the sand, and now that I think about it, let's bring the water too. Yeah, right? a whole, it's like All a right. tank transfer type. All right, so yeah. this is an established up and running tank. Let's port the whole thing over. Into let's see what form. happens to this one. This is interesting because, uh, you know, say you have a big giant tank in your house and you're just, you know, want to move some, you want to start a new tank. Mm -hmm. Can I selectively pull my rocks out, my sand out, my water out, and just start an insta tank? Mm -hmm. You would think that there would be no change whatsoever to the biome in there because you're using everything the same. Okay, so we gave you 12. Ah, I want to hear out of you guys which one, we'll answer some questions here too, yeah. uh, but I want to hear out of you guys what do you think? Uh, two questions actually. One, is biome really just about ammonia, or is the conversation progressing in a very obvious manner that it should into something much more global? Mm. Uh, is it more about being successful and not having a variety of pests take over, and there's a whole array of unknown that could be tested for and is important? So which one of those things do you think is true? Is it just ammonia, is it that? And then if you do, of these 12 methods, you know, I got two questions. Which one in the end will look the best? Mm. Of the 12 options that we just went through, dry rock, dry sand, established rock, lock rock out of the ocean, a sponge um, filter, filter, any of these things. Bio malls, the whole nine. Which one will visually look best? At the end. And then which maybe most, the most importantly, or maybe not, I don't know. Which one will test the best on the PCR test? Mm. I like, which, which one do you guys think? So maybe we've got a couple of questions to answer here. I wonder, yeah, I wonder. Uh, pull up that Rob B's reef uh, still in the queue down there, down further. There you go. Uh, Rob B's is asking, he just says, it'll be, he's definitely be interesting to see the results. Maybe I missed it, but how are we going to establish uh, or compare the results? Mm. Uh, basically, in, our control, I guess you would say, is dry sand, dry rock, fish. Uh, the most basic of cycle that you could do, not adding bacteria, uh, not, a not adding anything other than just there's two fish in there and some dry rock and dry sand. So I wanted to be careful actually, this was an interesting one, because sometimes uh, people ask us to be like a peer reviewed lab and that isn't what this is. Yeah. You know, what this is is let's take the concepts that a lot of people are thinking about, let's put them to the test and then share the journey and the data, and we can all make up our minds uh, together. And there is a difference between a you know, growing and compelling story uh, and absolute peer-reviewed uh, science that like yeah. is unrefuted. Yeah, right? we don't do that though. I, 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 we could do that, but we would spend the next four years answering only that question and we'd never get past that, Yeah. right? So 
what we want to look for is, hey, let's do this thing. Let's do this approach. Let's find out visually which ones of these, which of these tanks look best. Because that's really what it's all about is, hey, you know, which one of these options will help me achieve the dream that I'm looking for? And then let's see if it's repeatable. Yeah. Right. Then let's take the ones that really yeah. did well. Give them the controls. Let's do two of them in each kind. Let's make sure that the results actually show the same way. Then let's do it on a display. Yeah. Right. Yep. The best path, the path that produced the best visual results, the least past, and showed itself in the data and the PCR test. We're gonna follow let's that. Let's follow, find the end of that uh, journey. So, so you that, know, I mean that way. I mean, in the the end, the goal is to find something that makes people more successful more times than unsuccessful. Absolutely. 100%. Ah, next. Awesome. Uh, oh, and Philip was saying uh, the tank is running now for just over two months, fully stocked with coral, had a little bit of cyano, and I can't read the rest because it's tiny. Uh, and some bit of green, ah, there we go. Green hair algae, cleanup crew, and MB cleaner now cleaning things up quick. Sounds so it felt like it uh, went through a standard cycle. Sounds like a, a pretty similar cycle. Yep. Now, I will tell you, I, cyano is like a uncontrollable beast in some cases. It just seems to show up and seems to not show up. Yeah. The hair algae, a little bit the same, but you know, it does feel like there's a little bit of chance to improve on that journey. Yeah. Like, yeah, so he used just the mud, but Aaron was talking about using the sand plus the field media plus the mud and he replenishes the mud and all this other stuff. So. It'd be interesting. I want to know. I want to know the answer. Like, because the holy grail here is let's set up the tank with the least amount of effort possible and produces the highest percentage results for the most people. For sure. Because any one of these options, if I put it out there and I asked the whole community, there would always be 20 people that raised their hand and said, that I'll, I'll worked that for one. me. That will do that one. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the people that it didn't work for won't do that because they're not there. Hmm. Their tank is done. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so like it's really hard to get just from that. So what I really want is the highest percentage result, like not just the things that sometimes work out. But if I took 100 people, 85 percent of them would be successful with this uh, this path. And then when you're dealing with things like an organism, uh, uh, microorganism like bacteria, like sometimes things just don't go the way that you want it. Right. And that might be the 15% that always exists. Yeah. But wouldn't it be awesome if we could actually get to like 99? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nine times out of 10, this works for everybody. I mean, do you guys believe nine that? Nine and a half times. Do you guys believe there's a 99% answer to this? That mm -hmm. if we find, if we go hunting for it, can we find a way that 99 out of 100 We'll set up a successful tank and not run into issues. I, given all these, like we had just came up with 12 options and we actually had to trim some trim some off, I think. There was a couple where we were like, <laughs> oh, let's not do that one because this one's more important. Mm -hmm. um, out of 12 options, I think so. And, and it, it, I mean, what if it is buying live rock like it was back in the day? Well, there's probably a, a, a second best option or better option. I, I think if you go hunting, you will find. Oh, yeah, if you sure. hunt. I don't. I do not believe that this is an unobtainable goal. Yeah, and we just need to put effort in to find it, share the results, you know, have uh, and just progress the experiments further and further. For sure. Uh, Aaron says, "Thanks, guys. Just wanted to mention that the materials are natural pumice, not ceramic." Oh, is that oh, Aaron? Aaron? Yeah, that's Aaron, Aaron from. Uh, oh, so uh, yeah, the material in the aquaforest stuff 
is uh, not it's pumice, not ceramic. So we all thought it kind of looked like chunks of coral. It almost actually. did look like uh, calcium carbonate, like coral chunks or something. Yeah, but know. it's pumice, natural pumice. Yeah. So it kind of looks like calcium reactor media, but lighter. It's really light. Yeah. yeah so pumice. So it's pumice, not Thanks, what you would assume that it was like calcium carbonate or something, but it's so light. So, so he's saying it's a pumice. Uh, thanks for the correction. That's uh, Aaron from Aquaforest, folks. Right. Uh, SH says the tank with the uh, donor rock and sand will win if the biome is already balanced, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I agree. If it's already balanced. I mean, it's hard to come out with any conclusion that the rock, sand, and water from an established tank won't create a rock, sand, and water. But, like, I guess that's kind of a bar, too, right? Like, yeah. if it, I mean, if it is repeatable that way, then that is the bar. What is second best to that? Because that's almost impossible for most people. What well, also makes you want, okay, so, you know, is that achievable for everybody to take established rock, sand, and water from a tank and then start their instant tank? Uh, what if that established tank that has you know, rock, sand, and water is already biologically not as diverse as another tank? Well, then you're just taking a you know, less diverse system and starting a whole new one. So there's two pieces to that question, like because like even when you when you answer that question about like what is the perfect biome on the PCR test look like, the answer is nobody really knows yet. Yeah. There just happens to be this intersecting points of what a lot of successful tanks look like, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and so I think you're going to see that in you know two fronts, which is you know, you'll be able to see it on the test, which is one thing, but it's more important what we see with Visually. our eyes. Yep. So that brings up a good point though. Like if we find out that that really is the case, let's test a handful of established uh, different established tank mm. rocks then, because you know, it, we need to find, whatever the result is, no matter what, we're gonna have to repeat it to get to really believing it. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say that probably for you guys, but for me, when, I see something and then I see it happen again and I see it happen the third time applied in its actual environment. That's the way that now I will do it forever. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so it really would take about three times probably to really get to the heart of it. Uh, but usually, in most of the tests that we've done when we found a winner up front in that first test, mm. it's actually the right one. Uh, and then after that, the experiments just go on to further prove it. So, um, actually, this is a really good question. Uh, James Flo, uh, yeah, James here. James asks, uh, is there a connection? Oh no, I'm looking at a different one. Can you track the nitrates and phosphates with the visual and other tests? So he's asking, are we going to be tracking nitrates, phosphates, along with like the ammonias and things like that? I think he's going to, isn't he? <sighs> Okay, so I understand the desire for that one. Right. And, and we could, you know, some of the times the problem ends up being though, they like, you track too much stuff, the, the story and what you're looking for, like gets really murky. Mm. Are we just tracking I, ammonia? I'm not of... testing nitrate and phosphate uptake in this case, right? What I'm testing is, A, can we create a diverse biome that matches many other successful tanks in a test? And can I create a reliable startup to a tank that doesn't have outbreaks of yeah, uh, various like pests. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. Like, 
the test that has the worst outbreaks will probably perform the best in nitrate and phosphate because mm. those organisms will soak fuel. up all, yeah, 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 yeah. all the photosynthetic things will soak up all the nitrate and phosphate. Mm. So I just talked myself out of this. I, I don't think that we will test nitrate and phosphate because I think that it will be confusing and it will detract from the results. Yep. I like that. Uh, Mike, 20 bucks from Mike. Thanks, oh, Mike. thank you very he much. Said, you guys help every single one of us. Thank you. Oh, man, we haven't seen 20 bucks in a while. Thanks, thank you Mike. very much, Mike. Appreciate that it. was very nice. Um, Brian Max says, I think the true live or the true live rock tank will have the best results, but I'm a big believer in the instant tank. You know what? So you would, this actually answers a question that uh, the guy answered before. He's like, well, I think the tank, that the water, or the rock that comes out of a tank that was already established, as long as that one's good, will yeah. work. Well, in that frame of mind, then, I mean, if we're calling good, good, the ones that come out of the ocean should perform should uh, probably the best or amongst the or best. Or amongst the best. Is this bringing actual biome from the ocean. So, yeah. like... You know, one of the questions then is, should we get some of that, like that Tampa Bay saltwater live rock? Because that stuff is, is taken out of the Caribbean, yep. put in a bag of water, and shipped airport to airport. It won't be out of the ocean for more than a day or two, and it will always be underwater during the whole time. Yes, we definitely need like, that. We should maybe scratch like the sponge filter, because the sponge filter you, and oh, the- We uh, have this live rock one. Yeah, but there's live rock, typical live rock that like comes from Fiji wrapped in newspaper, and then there's live rock that's shipped in water. That's from the, the live Caribbean. rock that I was thinking was the uh, Tampa. We'd be doing like the overnight shipping straight from out of the ocean, ready to go. Might even mm -hmm. have uh, buttfish or something in there. <laughs> that know. one came out of the, the <laughs> uh, that rock. We had. If anybody doesn't know what buttfish is, uh, we have go, a go look couple it up. Streams. It's pretty we hilarious. At it. We had one here. Uh, <laughs> if you ever buy rock. And then out of nowhere, a, a fish, fish appears in your tank. Could come from the cute rear end of a cucumber. It could. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. I, I don't know. You know, so ah. like this test, I think we're gonna have it up and running inside of uh, probably two weeks here because we yeah. got a lot of it close. We just gotta install some things. So I think we, as long as we have the you know the stuff seated, like uh, the sponge should already be seated somewhere. The marine pier should already. The bio balls you already have seated. There's a few places. So here's the thing. I kind of really want to make the the tam bay option fit in here because it's actually one of the options it comes with like a reasonable amount of pests on it mm. but uh it is one of the readily available options to get actual livestock rock yep. in the united states yep. so i feel like that should make it in the matrix there's a three or four or five comments in here that are saying yes get it uh, shipped in water get it straight from the ocean do it yes so, no all yeah. right enough said let's do it all right maybe we'll kill the sponge filter one uh, we only have 12 tanks here, so. Yeah, we could chuck and bless. Uh, oh, if you think about it, the sponge filter might might work out being the same as like the bio balls or Agreed. the ceram ceramic media. Agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why would you test the three, three of the same things? Thank you, guys. Okay, good job. All right, anybody else got any questions? No, uh, uh, yeah, it looks like know. we're good. We got a lot of them here. All right, All right so. I don't know. This week in reefing, hey. learn something new about biome. I can't wait to see what the results of this are. I bet you, I bet you this thing is up and running inside of two weeks. And then we've got uh, our first test two weeks after that, another yeah. test two weeks after that, and then another test four weeks after that. So, yeah, watch for an update here uh, within before, like, probably uh, before mid October for sure. Guarantee we learn something new. Oh, and really so that's exciting! The goal. This is great. I love All this right. stuff. See you guys next week. See you guys.